God, I just thank you for who you are. I thank you for just being so good to us. And God, I ask that right now that, that you would just open up our hearts to receive everything that you have to speak to us. God, just deliver us from familiarity. And God, let us just be able to hear what it is you have to speak to us. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So the title of today's message is The Gifts of the Father. And do you realize that God has given each of us gifts? He has. And he gives us presents. Not just his presence like that ends in a C-E, but presence as in gifts. God gives us presence. And in order to understand that, we need to, first of all, probably know what a gift is. Well, a gift is a present, all right? And it's anything that is given or bestowed that is voluntarily transferred by one person to another without compensation. A gift is something that somebody who has it gives you without any expectation in return. They're they're not looking for you to give them something back. They're giving this to you because this is what I have and I want to give it to you, right? And so Romans tells us, Paul tells us in the book of Romans, starting in chapter 12, he says, in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, then serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift of showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with the genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope, be patient in trouble, and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. In that, it says, in His grace... In the grace of God, he has bestowed on us gifts. And he talks about being encouraging. He talks about helping others. He talks about if your gift is to prophesy, then prophesy with the faith that God has given you. God is is telling us through this. Paul is encouraging that church there in, in Rome. He says, hey, these are things that God has given to each one of you and use them for the benefit of others. You know, I noticed on that list what wasn't on there was, you know, like tearing each other down, gossip, the spiritual gift of hindsight being twenty twenty. That one's not on there, right? You know, well, I knew they should have never done that from the beginning. Did you? You know, I mean, like none of those things are on there, but yet the way that we act sometimes, we treat those things as spiritual gifts, don't we? And they're not. I mean, Peter even tells us in 1 Peter chapter 4, he's talking to the church, and he says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all strength and energy that God supplies. 
then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. Peter is challenging us, man, if these are your gifts, use them. And these are, these are gifts that God, the Father, has given to us. And you know, the crazy thing is, though, is that sometimes we don't recognize them as such. Sometimes we just sit there and think, well, I mean, that's just kind of more my personality. That's just something I'm good at. That's just something that I do. And I, you know, and I'm pretty good at this or I'm pretty good at that. But those are things that God has gifted inside of you so that you can be a light to everyone else around you. The problem is, is that oftentimes we tend to look at other people's gifts and we go, man, I just wish, I wish I had their gift. Gosh, they're so good at that. Boy, I wish that was me. Now, there are certain things that we can do to be better at other things, but there are certain things that, I mean, my mom is probably one of the most hospitable people I've ever met. I mean, like, it's just, it's just, it's her gift. Her, she has a gift of hospitality. She loves hosting people. She loves cooking all the time. She loves doing everything. She loves to be a part so that she can make sure, you know, that she's just bringing what she has to give so everybody else can enjoy. So invite yourself over to her house and she'll make you something. It'll be awesome. But, um, <laughs> but, but she, is, she is seriously one of the most hospitable people. It was funny, back, back when Chrissy and I first got married, and one of my, my oldest sister is this way as well. Like, they just love to do all the things for people. Like, my wife, for a couple of years, like, really felt insecure. She's like, man, do they not like my cooking? Because every time they come to my house, they're bringing everything, you know? And I'm like, no, 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 that's not at all. It's just who they are. They just love to help. They just want to be a part. It's a gift that God has placed in them. You see, sometimes we even kind of negate the gift that God has placed in us. Well, I mean, you know, because, because we don't see ourselves the way that God sees us, that we kind of negate the gift. I mean, I'm just somebody at work. This is just what I do. I don't lead anybody. But yet at work, everybody follows you. So you know what? You're a leader. And the reality is, is that it tells us there in Romans 12, that if you are a leader, lead well. Lead well. That's all right. It's coming in a second. <clears throat> Now, all those things that I just read there in, in Romans chapter 12 and in 1 Peter 4, those things are not an exhaustive list of God's gifts for us. But they are a perfect reference point to start and say, yes, these are things that God has given us. See, we have to start taking the responsibility of the gifts that he has given us, and we need to start walking in them. Because I think sometimes we can get caught up thinking that these gifts are kind of like cheap toys that we give to people or that they've given to us when we were younger. You know, I mean, the kids win something in kids' church and they get something from the Oriental Trading Company and you're like, all right, that'll be broken this afternoon. You know, I mean, and just, you know, those kinds of things. And we sit there and think, man, I won this gift. And we treat these gifts as though they're just cheap. But they're not. God has designed each one of us specifically and specially to walk in the giftings that he has created us to walk into. And the great thing is, is that once God has given that to us, 
It's ours. It's ours. Romans eleven twenty nine 29 says, For God's gifts and his call can never be withdrawn. We can run from the gifts that God has placed on our lives all of our life. But the reality is, is that those gifts are still there. I could have ran from the call of God to be a minister. And I wanted to, because this is not what I wanted to do. But it would have always been chasing me down. And it would have always been there. Because it's what God has called me to do. If his grace is all over the gifts that he has given you, then he is going to give you the power to walk it out. See, sometimes we sit there and think, okay, somebody's told me that I'm a leader, but I don't really see myself as a leader, so I'm just not a leader. Well, the reality is, is that God's grace has called you to be a leader. And you know what that grace is? That grace is not just his unmerited favor of God, but it's actually the divine enablement to walk out what he has called you to do. And that should take all the pressure off of us. Because if God has called me to be a leader, then what I need to do, I need to start stepping into leadership in some of those ways. But at the same time, all I really have to do is just rely on him because he is going to give me the divine enablement to walk it out. Man, I really want to be an encourager. I really want to be that person who says the right thing at just the right time with people. But I always end up putting my foot in my mouth. Well, Step into it and say, God, I need your grace to help me walk into being the encourager that you've called me to be. He is able, through his grace, to give us the ability to do what he has called us to do. See, the world needs your gift. The world around you needs your gift. We have to stop selling ourselves short and say, ah, it's just not really worth it. The reality is, is that what good is a gift if it's not being used? What good is a gift if it's not being used? Many years ago, Chrissy bought me a, a, a really expensive gift for Christmas. She bought me a drone. And I had, I had been, you know, talking about, man, these things look really cool. These things are awesome. I'd really love to have one of these. But she, so, I mean, so she heard me. And she saved up for a while. This is back when we were early married and before we had kids and didn't have any money at all. You know, I mean, and so, you know, she's saving up and she's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy this for him. And man, Christmas comes, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. She went through all the hoops and did all the things you have to do to get me this drone. I took it out of the box once and I looked at it and I kind of messed with it once and I thought, ooh, there's a lot going on here. And I, you see, I, I'm the kind of man who doesn't really read instructions very well. And that book was really thick and I thought, man, we're just going to put that back in the box. And that gift went unused. That gift has still gone unused. 
that gift is not doing what it was designed to do. Simply because I decided, ooh, that's a little bit more difficult than what I want to bite off and chew. So if that's a little bit too hard, then you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and put that back in the box because I don't want to mess it up. And so now with this desire to not mess up this awesome gift that was given to me, it's never even been used. How many of us have done that with the gifts that God has placed in our lives? Seriously, come on. How many of us have done that? Who God, that's just way too big of a responsibility. Who man, if I actually really start stepping into that, I could, I might break it. God, I mean, what am I going to do? That's way harder than I looks. And so, you know, if I can't just pull it out of the box and figure it out in five seconds, I don't know about that, God. And we step back and we put that gift that he has given us specifically for each one of us. And we put that back into the box and we say, maybe one day. Now, I didn't throw that gift away. It has made all of our moves with us. (laughs) It constantly gets brought to where it needs to go and has never been taken out of the box again. How many of us do that very thing with what God has placed in our lives? Come on. Now, we don't like to think of it that way, but it's exactly what we've done. What are you going to do and what are you doing with the gift that God has given you? Now, not only those grace gifts, as as a lot of people call them, that we just kind of mentioned there in in Romans and and there in 1 Peter. But there's an even more incredible gift that God has given us. See, God gave us Salvation through Jesus Christ as a gift. In John 3.16, in the Passion Translation, it says this. For this is how much God loved the world. He gave us his one and only unique son as a gift. So now everyone who believes in him will never perish, but experience everlasting life. Jesus is our gift from God. See, in, in, in Ephesians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul says this. He says, God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift of God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done so that none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. And then Paul says in Romans chapter 6, he says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. If God loved us so much that he was willing to send his own son as a gift to die on the cross for our sins, all we have to do is accept him and receive him and recognize that, yes, man, I'm a sinner. And I need a Savior. And Jesus is the only one who can do that. 
If that has become that understanding there and that's that gift from Jesus or from God who is Jesus in my life, then why would I discount any of his other gifts that he wants to give to me? If the father of everything wants to give us a gift then why in the world would we not accept it? Why in the world would we not utilize it? Why in the world would we do what I did with that drone and just put it back in the box? See, when I didn't use that gift that Chrissy gave me, not only was I missing out on being able to fly a drone and all the cool things that go with that. But I was dishonoring her because she is the one who gave it to me. When I chose not to even use it, not to try to use it, I was dishonoring the one who gave me the gift for my enjoyment and for my life to be more fulfilled in that area. When God gives us a gift and we put it back in the box, we are dishonoring the gift that he has given us. It got real quiet on that point. So my question, this is rhetorical, all right? That's all, don't have to raise a hand or anything. But my question is, are you honoring God with your gift that he has placed in your life today? Or have we just been putting it back in a box? See, if, if, if we are honoring God with our gift, then fantastic, keep doing it. Keep utilizing the gift that he has given you. But if we have decided that we're not, and we're just going, oh man, you know what? I know God has called me here. I know he's given me the gifting for this here. But boy, I just haven't stepped into that at all. Own it. And just repent and say, God, forgive me. Forgive me for those areas where I have not been using the gifts that you have placed in my life. And then ask the Holy Spirit to help lead you into how to do that. So some of us this afternoon... Ladies, if your husband, whenever you get home, you see him pulling out gifts that you got them from, you know, from over the years. Appreciate what they're trying to do, but also remind them of the real concept, all right? And so, because sometimes we're like, I need to get that gift out. That's just what I'm going to do. All right, I'll get the drone out this afternoon. I won't, because it'd still intimidate me. But, But don't let the gifts that God has placed in your life intimidate you keep you from stepping into not only for yourself and the things that he has called you to do but for all those who we come in contact with so that we can become a light for him to them does that make sense this morning boy i got out here early all right well let's pray uh, this morning we're gonna go ahead and stand guys and we're gonna pray we have 
um, fellowship in the back and just snacks and things in the fellowship hall this morning. You guys just stick around and get, get to know people. God, we love you. God, I thank you for who you are and I thank you for what you are doing in each one of us. God, I ask that, that you would just reveal to us those areas of our lives where we have not taken seriously the gift that you have placed in us. God, I ask that, that, that you would just, just show us those things, God, and bring conviction in that area so that we can repent and so that we can begin to step into those gifts that you have given us. Father God, we love you and we thank you. God, I thank you that you are a good father who gives good gifts to his children. So God, if you have given something to us, God, there's nothing for us to be afraid of. And God, we can just stand on your word and we can stand in your goodness. So Holy Spirit, I ask that right now that you would just begin to stir those things up inside of us, that you would just lead us into all truth. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Guys, you're dismissed. Uh, if you need prayer for anything, we'd have, we'll have some people down here who would love to pray with you. Uh, otherwise, have a wonderful week, and uh, we will see you all next Sunday.